we have been listening to the parables Jesus was teaching. And the parables are a very effective way to teach principles of the kingdom. Alam po natin yung Diyos, hindi niya tayo sinasabihan lang kung anong isipin natin. Just like a good parents, don't tell your children what to think of. Wag lang yun. Ito isipin mo lang. Ito lang isipin mo. Hindi ganyan. You want your children to be successful. You want your children to develop a strong character. Teach them how to think. Paano mag-isip. Okay? Kaya merong sinasabi ng, sinasabi ng mga magulang natin, hindi matino yung pag-iisip mo. Okay? You are not thinking right. And the parables, Jesus would teach a parable. Hindi siya doctrinal. Hindi siya yung nagtuturo na parang professor ba? Eto, 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 eto. Memorize nyo lang to. Jesus does not teach that way. The parables just simply show how Jesus is a very good teacher. He is the greatest teacher man has ever encountered. And because of that ability to teach, he would use parables to teach. He is a master storyteller, si Jesus. Okay? That's why the people love him. The people who wants to learn the principles of the kingdom, they listen to Jesus because He reveals to them, He teaches them about the kingdom. He tells them stories. Okay? He tells them stories that they can understand. You know why? Because if you're going to teach people what is difficult to understand, you have to start with what they can understand. Kung magtuturo ka ng isang bagay na mahirap intindihin, umpisahan mo muna sa mga bagay na intindihan nila. That's why he will talk about seeds. He will talk about trees. He will talk about mountains. These are things we can understand. But hidden behind those stories are principles that are so powerful that can revolutionize our life. It can change our lives forever. Pero bakit hindi na lang diretsahan? Why, why does Jesus not teach us directly and tell us what it is. Why does he have to use parables? Why? Because the method of teaching through parables and stories, this will encourage your mind to think. Amen? Minsan kasi ang problema natin mga tao, hindi tayo nag-iisip. Hindi natin ginagamit yung utak natin. Alam mo ginagamit natin yung damdamin natin. We use our emotions there are Christians today who are led by their emotions, ang umiiral sa kanila, ang nagdadala sa kanila, ang kanilang mga damdamin. Wala po tayong kinabukasan kung yung damdamin natin ang nagdadala ng buhay natin. We have to think. God gave us the ability to think. God gave us the gift of intellect. That's why si Jesus, pag nagturo siya, He teaches us in parables para ma-encourage ka. Gamitin mo naman yung utak mo. Kaya at the end of every parable, Jesus will always say, if you have ears to hear, then hear. In other words, kung meron kang tenga, makinig ka. Kung meron kang isip, unawain mo. Okay, yan ang ibig sabihin. Then the parable today, before we go to the parable, let's look at the first reading first. Anong sinasabi ni Lord dito? Walang bagay na imposible sa Diyos. You know, if you are in a wilderness, a dry and parched land where there is no water, sabi niya, I will send down my rain. Papaulanin ko yan. 
Okay? It, it speaks of our life sometimes, how weary and how dry we are. But God said, you trust me. You look to me because I can cause the rain to come. Amen? And alam naman natin, pag umulan, lahat ng halaman ay nabubuhay ulit. Amen? It's the same thing with us. And, and, and God was saying in, through Isaiah, the prophet, sabi niya, I am, the, I am God alone. There is no rock like me. Okay? So we have to trust in God. There is no one else who can do that for you. Only God can. Amen? You may be going through difficulties in your life. Nauuhaw ka na. You're hungering. You're thirsting. For some meaning in your life, well, look to God, not to anything else. Look upon the rock. Amen? Look upon God Himself because He can cause things to happen in your life. The second reading speaks to us about our sharing our life together with Christ. And because we share our life with Christ, we enjoy the benefits of Christ. We are co-heirs with Christ. Everything na mamanahin ni Kristo sa Ama niya, mamanahin din natin. Kasi hindi madamot ang Diyos. He's willing to share. Sabi nga niya sa, sa, in one part of the gospel, he said, Fear not, little flock. Huwag kayong matakot. Huwag kayong matakot para sa buhay niyo. Anong kakainin niyo? Okay? Anong, anong mangyayari sa buhay ko? Fear not. Why? Because it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God is not intimidated. Hindi natatakot ang Diyos. Hindi nai-insecure ang Diyos if you share with Him everything that He has. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. If there is anything that is of value to God, it's His Son. Pero hindi niya ipinagkait sa atin yan. Nung kailangan natin, yung buhay ng anak niya, binagay niya. Okay? Sa ilonggo pa, maalwan gid ang Diyos. Tama gid kaalwan. Okay? So we, we are not to fear that. But if we share in His blessing, we also have to share in His suffering sometimes. Amen? Yan lang yan. Okay? God is not treating us as guests in His house. Ano ibig sabihin ng guests? Yung guests, hindi yan nakikihalubilo sa problema ng pamilya. Pag may bisita kayo, hindi nyo sinasama sa problema yan. Yung bisita, kain lang yan. Oh, sige, kumain ka lang. Wala na palang pagkain. Hahanap ka na ng pagkain. You don't tell your guests about your problems. Yung bisita mo, bisita, you let them enjoy. Pero pag membro ka ng pamilya, ayan. Okay? You share not only with the benefits of the family, you share also with the responsibilities, the heartache, the pains of the family. Lahat kayo. Pag may nagkasakit sa, sa pamilya, lahat kayo. Nandiyan kayo. You feel the pain when someone is sick in the family. Hindi yung bisita. Okay? God is not treating us as guests in His house. We are treated as children, heirs of God. Okay? So those are the things we need to establish in our mind and in our heart as we look at the gospel today para maintindihan natin. The gospel talks to us of, of a farmer. Again, it's a parable. It's a story. The farmer who was planting good seeds. Okay? Nagtanim siya, he was planting wheat. Yung wheat kasi talagang pagkain niya. No? Sino sa inyo kumakain ng wheat bread? Oh, yung mga mataas yung sugar, pwede kayo sa wheat bread. Okay, masarap yan para sa mga diabetic. Okay, mga classmate ko. Okay, wheat bread is, is, is good. Huwag nyo lang sobrahan. But you see, there was a farmer who planted wheat. And 
maganda na yung tubo ng wheat niya, but during the night, while they were sleeping, habang natutulog sila, yung mga kasama niya, an enemy came. Ito yung sinasabi ni Jesus. An enemy came and, you know, started to plant bad seed. Nagtanim siya ng weeds or tawag natin dyan tares. Okay? Tares, this is a kind of weed that looks like wheat. Magkaparehong itsura niyan. Hindi mo talaga, kahit yung professional farmer, yung talagang season na farmer, pag tinabi mo yung wheat tsaka yung tares, yung hilamunon tsaka yung wheat, pag tinabi mo yan, magkapareho talaga ang itsura. Even good farmers cannot tell the difference. Okay? Magkapareho ang itsura niyan. So while they were sleeping, itong farmer na to was planting good seed, he was planting wheat. While they were sleeping, an enemy came and planted bad seed. Nagtanim ng tears. Okay? Then when they woke up in the morning, pagising nila, tinignan nila yung field nila, may napansin sila, there's a slight difference. Sabi na, may nakikita kaming diferensya. There is, did you not plant wheat last night? Bakit may mga tears dito? Ito sinabi ng farmer kaagad. Sabi niya, it's an enemy who did this. Hindi ako nagtatanim. Okay? Now, the farmer here speaks of Jesus. Okay? Jesus is the one who plants good seed. Kaya titingnan mo yung mundo, the, the world, sabi niya, the world is the field. And, and when you look at this, makikita natin, the first lesson we have to learn, nothing evil comes from God. Yung tinatanim ng Diyos, okay, yung tinatanim ng Diyos ay talagang mabuti. In the world today, you will see manifestations of the planting of Jesus. You will see the church, makikita mo yung simbahan. Ano? Makikita mo yung buhay ng mga saints, the lives of saints. You look at these things, these are manifestations of what God has planted in the world. Amen? Nakikita mo yan. You look at the church, you look at the Christian community, how they love each other, how they help each other. Those communities are manifestations. There are signs that Jesus has planted the good seed in the world. Amen? But then we have to realize also that where there is a planting of the Lord, kung saan nagtatanim ang Diyos, evil will always be there. Okay? Huwag natin kalimot. That is a reality of life. Merong kaaway ang Diyos natin. Kaya sabi niya, it's an enemy who did this. I did not plant the seeds. I did not plant the tares. I planted the wheat. An enemy did this. We believe in God. We also believe that God has an enemy. Pero hindi to, it's not talking about God versus Satan. You know, evil versus good. It's not that. We don't believe that good and evil are two equal opposing forces. No. God is not equal with Satan. Na mag-aaway sila. Na talagang pantay silang dalawa. Makikipag-aaway ang Diyos sa, sa, sa demonyo. They're equal forces trying to fight each other. No, we don't believe that. Hindi to Star Wars. God is God. Amen? Satan is no match and not an equal of God. Hindi siya opposing force. He's an enemy. Ibig sabihin, kung saan kumikilos ang Diyos, nandun din siya. And He will always try to disrupt. He will always try to corrupt 
what God is doing. Amen? So that explains. That explains bakit sa mundong ito, mention na yan, ang tanong natin eh, Lord, Lord, nandito naman kami, nagpipray naman kami, haman nga abo-abo, gitat kalautan, kalibutan nga ra. That explains. God is not the author of evil and wickedness. Amen? Paano nangyari? Paano nangyari? Tumubo yung mga wit and the tears are there. How come there is evil around us? Minsan, in your workplace, sa trabaho mo lang. Diba? Ang sarap-sarap magtrabaho, meron talagang kaaway dyan. Sisiraan ka talaga. Even in the church, even in our community, every time you look at a planting of God, evil will always be there. The greater the grace of God is at work, the greater evil will try to destroy it. Kaya ang simbahan hindi immune. Amen? May mga tao na, na siya-shock sila. You know, they're so shocked with what's happening with, with the churches. Well, from the very beginning, this church was never immune to corruption. There will always be corruption in the church. Kaya yung teacher namin sa religion noon, meron kami isang teacher sa religion, ang kinikwento sa amin, yung mga kasalanan ng mga Santo Papa. He was teaching us yung corruption ng mga bishop, corruption ng mga popes, and we listened to that. You know, nasya-shock kami kasi yung tingin namin sa simbahan, ang tingin namin sa simbahan, yung talagang the church is so pure and you know walang walang kasalanan walang mangyayari sa loob ng simbahan lahat ay mabuti lahat ay talagang perfect in the church mga bata that's how we look at it young people are so idealistic we see these things but the reality the truth is yung teacher namin kinikwento niya sa amin eto si pope ganito eto si pope ganito they're very corrupt etong bishop na to is corrupt yes, there is corruption in the church why? Because every time there is a great work that God is doing, evil and wickedness will always pursue it. Amen? Yan ang reason. Evil does not come from God. Wickedness is not authored by God, but it's there always. That's why when you look at any organization na talagang magaling at ginagamit ng Diyos, titingnan mo yan, may corruption yan within. Okay? It's the work of God. Paano nakapasok yan? Evil has always a way of entering and coming in. Paano napasok? Anong sabi doon sa Bible? While they were sleeping. Habang natutulog sila. The enemy will not come against you when you are fully awake. In the Bible, yung tulog, yung tinasabing sleep, it's negative in the Bible. Diba naalala nyo si, si Peter and James and John, sinama sila ng Panginoon natin doon sa Gethsemane. Sabi niya, you pray with me. Mag-pray muna kayo kasama ko. Anong ginawa nila? Natulog. ba Natulog. Sarap natulog. Nasa bundok ka. Ang sarap ng simoy ng hangin. And the Lord was there praying. And you know, Jesus yan eh. Kailangan ba niya tulungan yung mag-pray? Kailangan niya ba samahan yung mag-pray? Hindi. Christ can pray alone. Christ can do it alone. But He wants those He loves, yung mga mahal niya sa buhay, He wants them to be part of that. Because in sharing, 
in the agony of Christ, you will also share in the victory and glory of God. Ganun ang Diyos eh. When He shares His life with you, hindi lang pinipili ng Diyos yung masasarap lang kasi hindi ka bisita. It is always, sabi nga ni St. Paul, it is a privilege for me to suffer with Christ. Why? Because when Christ allows you to suffer with Him, it means to say, you are not just a guest, you are a brother and a sister to Jesus. Amen? So, tinawag niya yung tatlo, sabi niya, samahan niya ako, you pray with me. Anong ginawa ng tatlo? Natulog. May tanong ako sa inyo, masama ba matulog? Evil ba ang matulog? Eh, kung evil yan, lahat tayo evil. Kagagaling lang natin sa tulog. ba? It's not evil. It's not wicked to sleep. But at that particular time, they are needed by Jesus to pray and they did not. That's why sleep is referred to in the Bible as spiritual, tinatawag the lack of spiritual attentiveness. Hindi ka attentive pag natutulog ka. Kaya minsan sa simbahan, nakikita ko, may natutulog eh. Tapos sasabihin na lang, Father, kahit tulog ako, yung espiritu ko nakikinig sa'yo. E pag ganyan, matulog na lang tayong lahat. Matutulog din ako dito kasi yung espiritu ko magsasalita din kahit tulog ako. Okay? We, we don't do that. To sleep in the Bible, biblically speaking, sleeping is being spiritually unattentive or spiritually unaware. Yung patulog-tulog ka, hindi mo, nangya- hindi mo napapansin, may nangyayari na sa loob ng pamamahay mo. Insan, magugulat ka na lang, eto na yung problema. Bakit? Yung magulang, nagtutulog-tulogan. Okay? Magugulat ka. Ah! Ah! Bakit mo nagawa yan, anak? Ah! Ah! Tatanong yung nanay, bakit? Hindi mo ba napansin yan, Ma? Matagal na yan. Yun lang, spiritually, nagtutulog-tulogan ka. That's why, in the church, itong sinasabi, you look at community, you look at our nation, wickedness, okay? Yung kinikwento dito, yung tears, yung effect ng tears, is corruption. Corruption. It's, corruption is a form of evil. Corruption is a form of evil that exists when there is good. Okay? Ano ibig sabihin ng corruption? Corruption is something that destroys what is good. Amen? Kaya pagtitingnan mo talaga yung wickedness and evil, hindi yan lumalayo sa mga bagay na mabuti. Amen? Hindi mo makikita, eto evil, eto good. No, sometimes you see the evil in the good. Kung saan pa yung mabuti, nakikita mo yung simbahan, nakikita mo yung pamilya, napakabuting pamilya yan, but there is something that happens in the family sometimes. Yan ang tinatawag na corruption. Corruption is the destruction of what is good. Parang cancer yan. Hindi mo makikita yung cancer na separate sa katawan. Halimbawa, liver cancer. Pag sinabing liver cancer, saan yung cancer? Ha? Sa ulo. Pag sinabi mong liver cancer, nandun yan sa liver mo. 
The cancer is trying to corrupt the normal functioning of a very good organ. Amen? Yung liver natin, it's a good organ. But then when cancer creeps in into that liver, it begins to corrupt it. Unti-unti. You know, evil has a way of coming in unnoticed. Hindi mo mapapansin yan. Hindi ang evil pumapasok na talagang harap-harapan na makita mo. No? It, 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 it comes behind you. While they were sleeping, an enemy came and started planting the tears. Evil will come when we are not spiritually attentive and aware. Kaya anong sinasabi ni Lord palagi sa atin? Anong tinuturo? Watch and pray. Yan palaging advice ni Lord. Sabi niya sa tatlo na yon. sabi niya, oh, tulog na naman kayo. Watch and pray so that you will not be tempted. You will not fall into temptation. Why? Because every time we are not aware, evil has a way of entering and corrupting what is good. Kaya ang next na nangyari, sabi ng mga farmers, sabi nila sa leader nila, sabi na, tanggalin natin. Let's, let's, let's go and, and pull up the, the weeds. Diba? Tanggalin natin yung tears, which is common. Diba? When you see something bad in your family, when you see something bad in the church, when you see something bad in the community, what do you do? Go at it and pull it out. But it's not that easy. Hindi yan ganyan kadali. Pag nakita mo na yung mali, tanggalin ko. You see, the problem with evil, evil connects with what is good. Dumidikit yan. Kaya, the master farmer, he said, no, no, no. Don't pull up the weeds. Don't pull up the tears. Why? Because in so doing, if you pull up the tears, you might, you might pull up the wheat as well. The wheat as well. Kaya, halimbawa, may cancer, ano? May cancer sa liver. Dadalhin mo sa doktor. Walang doktor na sasabihin sa iyo, tanggalin ang liver. <laughs> diba? Tanggalin yung pankreas. It doesn't happen that way. Hindi basta-basta. Why? Because in destroying the cancer, the corruption in the liver, you might also destroy the liver itself. Masisira din yung liver. Amen? When you try to pull out and separate, kaya tinitingnan yan ng doktor. Inaalam muna nila. Etong bukol na yan na nakakabit sa lungs mo. Etong bukol na yan na nakakabit sa, sa utak mo. Hindi basta-basang kinukuha yan. Dali lang yan. Kung makita ko lang yan, eh, kukunin ko lang ng blade yan. Eh. It doesn't happen that way. Separating evil from good is very delicate. It's a process that is so delicate. Hindi basta-basta yan. That's why sinabi ni Lord, he, do not pull up the weeds. Don't remove the tears. Now, you bring that in the context of family. You bring that in the context of community. Pag meron isang tao sa community, talagang pasaway talaga. Sarap ng tanggalin eh. But then you don't just do that. Tinitingnan mo yan. Baka, 
Why? Because the tares and the wheat, when they grow together, their roots, yung roots nila, are intertwined already. Kaya pag tinanggal mo yung tear, hinila mo yung weeds, sasama na yung wheat, mamamatay na rin. Okay? So hindi mo basta-basang magawa yan. Evil is really there. It's a parasite na bubuhay yung wickedness and evil when there is good. It's there. Kaya, sabi ni Jesus, the kingdom of God is like, what is it like? It is like a field with tares and wheat. Mga kapatid, ganyan ang itsura ng kaharian ng Diyos. May masama, may mabuti. The kingdom of God is like a dragnet, yung net, himila mo. Paghila mo, lahat ng klase ng isda nandyan. Yung pwedeng makain, tsaka hindi pwedeng makain. It's there. That is how the kingdom looks like right now. Kaya tayo na, nagugulat tayo. Nadidismaya tayo pag may nakita tayong masama. Sa sobrang dismaya natin, tayo nagiging masama na rin. Okay? You look at it. When there is a great work of God, when there is a great work of God in a family, in a community, corruption will always try to enter. Corruption is the removal or the, the absence of good. Unaware, unnoticed, hindi mo na notice, papasok yan. Amen? Kaya minsan, nagtataka ka. Maraming naninigarilyo, hindi naman nagkakakanser. Minsan, mga hindi naninigarilyo, may kanser. Why? I do not know. I cannot say. A parable, a parable, a story that Jesus will tell you, it's not trying to pinpoint, eto yon, eto yon, eto yon, wala ka nang mabago dyan, yan. A parable is like light to make you think. Mag-isip ka. Okay, mag-isip ka. Bakit nagpe-pray naman kami, may nangyayari pa rin na masama sa buhay namin? Faithful naman kami sa church, pero bakit namatay o nagkasakit si ganito? Faithful naman kami. I do not know. I cannot explain. But this parable shows us that where good and the best manifestation of God's grace manifesting in your life and your community there will always be evil trying to lurk, trying to creep in. Matatakot ba tayo? Madidismaya tayo? Tingnan mo yung farmer. Nung sinabi ng mga workers, paano to? Paano ngayon to? We will pull this out. You know what the master farmer said? Sabi niya, no, let them grow together. Hayaan mo. Hayaan mo silang mabuhay sabay-sabay. Why? Until they both bear fruit. Alam mo, yung tears okay tsaka yung wheat parehong itsura yan pagbata pa pero habang lumalago yan how they're growing changes will take place makikita mo na yung diferensya nila but the most evident stage na makikita mo talagang magkaiba yan pag nagbunga na the tears have a different kind of fruit Ibang itsura ng bunga ng tears. Iba rin ang itsura ng bunga ng wheat. 
when they are fully mature, ano sabi natin? When a plant is mature, we bear fruit. Ganon din yan. You will now know them by their fruits. Makikita mo na yung bunga. Pag tumubo na yan, mag-mature na yung tears, tsaka yung wheat, the fruit will come out. It really looks different. Eto pa. Ang bunga ng wheat is healthy for us. Pag kinain mo yung bunga ng wheat, it will be good for your body. If you eat the fruit of a tear, even though it looks like wheat, pag kinain mo yung bunga ng tear, poison yan, you will die of it. They look like they're the same plant, but the fruit is so different. Kaya ang hirap bunutin mo yung masama na hindi mo you will not endanger the good seed. Ang hirap kunin yung cancer sa isang bahagi ng katawan mo na hindi mo malalagay sa panganib yung organ mismo. You'll put it in danger. That's why you have to be very careful and delicate. Kaya tingnan mo yung sabi ng master. The master farmer, ito yung sabi niya, let them grow together. Huwag niyong bunutin. Don't risk. Don't put the wheat at risk. Why is that evil here? Why is that evil in the world? Why is that evil wherever we go? Mabuti naman tayo, nananampatay tayo sa Diyos. Why is there wickedness and evil in the world? Why? Because an enemy did that. But now it's so intertwined in our life, hindi basta-basta tatanggalin ng Diyos yan. Tayo gusto natin tanggalin, pero delikado. You know, sometimes it's hard to think why God would allow these things. Ang hirap isipin. And I could just speculate sometimes, iniisip ko na lang, bad things, wickedness and evil, sometimes God will use them for a greater good. Amen? God can use evil kayo matakot sa evil don't be afraid of wickedness i there was a family i know may isa akong pamilyang kilala dati talagang ganda ng buhay nila they were very rich very wealthy family and okay lang yung spiritual life nila okay lang sila kasi bakit mo naman kailangan ng Diyos kung marami kang pera sa bangko di ba ganyan sila so, pasimba-simba sila. Pero pag nagburakay sila, ay wala mo nang simba. Okay? Coming to church is not a matter of life and death for them. It's just a luxury. So, one day, yung tatay made a bad deal, nagkaroon siya ng maling transaction, then in a matter of months, naubos talaga yung pera nila. As in, bankrupt, zero. Tapos nakulong yung tatay. In a matter of one year, they were now homeless. Nakititira-tira na lang sila sa mga kakilala nila. Wala ng pera, wala ng bahay. Ubus lahat. Then yung tatay nasa kulungan, one day, nandun siya sa kulungan. Awang-awa siya sa sarili niya. Gulat na gulat siya sa nangyari sa buhay nila. May pumuntang pastor nag Bible study doon sa loob ng kulungan. While they were there, nakikinig siya, 
Habang nakikinig siya, kasi sa, sa kulungan, wala ka nang magawa eh. Kung may lumapit dyan, kakanta, kahit wala sa tono yan, papalakpak ka na. Okay? So there was a preacher who went there, started to preach the Word of God, and that person heard and listened and listened until something happened in his heart. He received Christ in his heart. He welcomed Christ in his life. Kaya ang, ang maganda din sa tao na tinatanggap po si Kristo, you begin to accept what happened to you. And from there, something happened. Nakalabas siya. He went out of the cell. And habang binibisita siya ng pamilya niya, he was preaching to them. Kaya nung paglabas na paglabas nila, paglabas niya sa kulungan, the first thing they did was come to church. Naghanap sila ng simbahan. At sabi niya sa asawa niya, hindi na tayo mabubuhay na wala ang Diyos sa buhay natin. And they started to come to church, pati yung mga bata. And that family now is serving in the church. Whole family, pati yung mga anak nagsiserve sa church. Now, hindi na sila kasing yaman noon. But they have a house, may bahay na sila. Kumikita na rin sila. So, masahod na siya. And you know, they're living well. But the thing is, kung sabi niya, kung hindi nangyari sa amin yun, we will never come to God. And we thank God that He allowed that to happen. Did that bad thing come from God? No. There's an enemy who will try to destroy your life. But in spite of that, kahit ganyan pa yan nangyari, God can use what is meant for evil. God can use it for your good. Ganyan kagaling ang Diyos. Ganyan kabuti ang Diyos. Mali ko na, kasalanan ko na, inaani ko na, umikot lang yung puso ko at lumapit sa Kanya, aayusin niya. Kanyan kabait ang Diyos. So what did Jesus say? What did the farmer say? Let them grow. When the time comes that the fruits are manifest, sabi niya, I will send my angels and they will harvest it. The first thing na niya, kukunin niya, sabi niya, I will gather the wheat and I will put it in my barn. I will gather the tares, the bad seed, and burn it. Now take note. Anong sabi niya? Let it grow, let it be, until they're fully mature. And their fruits are now evident. Then I will send who? I will send who? The harvesters, in explaining Jesus, yung nagaharvest are angels. There is wickedness and evil in the world na hindi tayo ang magsosolve. All we need to do is to stand strong in our faith and be patient because God has a way of removing that evil away from you. Antayin mo lang. Merong mga bagay na pwede ko nang stop Pag nakita ko sa mga anak ko, merong masamang ginagawa yung anak ko, I can write there and there, tell that child, no, you don't do that anymore. Okay, I can do that. Pero merong talagang masama, merong wickedness and evil in the world that we will just have to wait for God to remove it Himself. Siya na. Amen? Nung doon ako sa Antique, meron na kaming neighbor 
ang bahay namin duplex. Yung neighbor ko police from a different province, lumipat siya doon. Napansin ko meron siyang anak. Ang anak niya is 13 years old na babae. Kasama yung nanay, ay lola ng bata. Neighbor namin yan. So one day, naglalaro yung bata. Bata talaga, 13 years old, naglalaro. Kinausap ko siya, kinausap, kinausap ko. Napansin ko sa bata, tumatahimik, hindi sumasagot. Yung nanay yung sumasagot. I found out, hindi pala anak ng polis yun. Okay, 13 years old. 13 years old, kinakasama ng polis. So, kinausap ko yung nanay. Sabi ko, why, why will you allow this? Bata pa yan. And everything. And besides, may asawa yung polis. And yan ang kinakasama, 13 years old. Parang anak niya na yan. So, kwenento ko lang naman. Following day, nagwala yung polis. Siguro narinig niya na, na pastor yung katabi mo, kinuento dito. Nagkalit talaga yung polis. Lumabas ng baril niya, nagbaril sa labas. Sabi niya, lumabas ka dyan. Papatayin kita kung sino ka man. Iniisip ko na ako, pamira. May kaaway na ako dito. So I called up my brother. Ang intention ko lang naman, sabi ko, hindi ako alis sa bahay. Bakit ako matatakot? This is where God has planted me. Tumawag ako sa brother ko. Sabi ng brother ko, umalis ka na dyan. Babarilin ka ng tao na yan. So sabi ko, I'm not leaving. Tinatawagan lang kita just to inform you if something happens to me, alam nyo. Okay? Kung anong mangyari sa akin, at least alam nyo, pamilya ko. You know, kinausap ko yung mga kapatid ko. If something happens to me, you'll know. So kinakausap ko si Bishop. Every day I'll talk to the Bishop. Ito, kasi yung pulis, uuwi, nagwawala. May nagsabi sa akin, sabi niya, tapunan muna ng granada dyan. Unahan muna. And daming mga advice. And hindi ko, hindi ko, how can I remove this person? How can I, mali, mali yung ginagawa niya. Ngayon, ako na yung kinakalaban niya. Sinesret niya na ako. Lalabas siya ng bahay niya. Alam niya, nandun ako sa labas, nag-aaral. Lalabas siya, yung baril niya, hawak niya. Ikot-ikot, hawak yung baril. Tahimik lang. And I prayed, I prayed, and prayed. My wife and I would just pray. I do not know how to deal with that. I just know one thing, I know how to pray. One day, nakita ko yung polis, tumatakbo, pauwi. Hinatak niya yung bag niya, kinuha niya yung mga gamit niya, tumakbo, at hindi ko na siya nakita. That was the last time. So I went to the police station, nag-inquire lang ako, kasi yung bata naiwan doon. So, binigyan ko ng pamasahe, pinauwi ko na rin yung magnanay. Kasi wala na, hindi na bumabalik yung polis. I found out na yung polis pala na yon one day, nag-iinuman sila, tinutukan niya isang tao, tinutukan niya ng baril. Yung tao na yon kapatid ng isang senator. Tinutukan niya. Pagtutok niya ng ganyan, pak, yung mga bodyguard nandun, binalya siya. At Sabi ng kapatid ng senator na yon sabi niya, ngayong gabi, tapos na yung buhay mo. Kaya nung nakawala siya, tumakbo, umalis na. Tahimik na yung bahay namin. I did not do anything. Pero, pitong buwan ko tiniis yan. Yung panglalait, naririnig ko talaga yung panglalait, yung mga 
kinikwento niya, naririnig ko, tiniis ko ng pitong buwan, but God has a way of removing that away. Sometimes evil will be dealt by God Himself. All you need to do is be patient. Kaya sabi ni Lord, hayaan mo lang tumubo. I will send my angels to harvest them. Amen? I pray that these lessons would teach us, this parable will help us to think, to put our confidence in God in spite of what we see around us. Hindi tayo magugulat kung makikita natin yung kasamaan, makikita natin yung wickedness around us, we will learn to stand our ground because God is the one who is in control of everything. Amen.